The following segment is from the Palpably Unfair podcast on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Let's go to my number two quarterback performance of the week. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. And look, you can't do this because you have to include the whole picture. But like, if you actually look at like what he's done this year and you take away the Colts game in week two and the Falcons game in week six, where he was just like objectively bad. Kirk is straight up balling outside of that. Now, I do think overall he is still having a pretty solid season. Uh, 34 of 45, his most completions and attempts of the season, 307 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, plus 12.1 completion percentage over expectation, just under Patty Mahomes for the Week 12 slate. He's actually second in that metric on the year, by the way, which blew my mind a little bit. So he's been pretty accurate. It's some of the little things that he does. And, and just to give you an example, and again, gentle listener, if you don't have NFL Game Pass, that's fine. I mean, you can find the first touchdown that he threw to Justin Jefferson anywhere. But I'll give you the timestamp if you do have it, because I'm about to get like really, really nerdy with this thing. It is first quarter, 539 to go. It's third and eight. Vikings are in the red zone, in the deep red zone there. A. The Vikings give Cousins some help with the pre-snap formation. They line up Dalvin Cook out wide. Linebacker Shaq Thompson lines up across from him. This is a man indicator. Then they motion Cook into the backfield to the opposite side of him. Now, Shaq doesn't go all the way with him, but he does rotate down to the end of the line of scrimmage. Again, another man indicator. So what you have is Justin Jefferson from a nasty split. Let's, let's break that down real quick. I said we needed to talk about Jefferson before. We're going to get, again, real nerdy. There are three basic splits for outside wide receivers. There's a plus split, which is outside of the numbers. There's a number split, which is slightly inside of that, quite often on the numbers. There's a nasty split, which is inside of the numbers and closer to the formation. Terminology may change, but this is what I call it. This is what I've seen it. This nasty split gives Jefferson route optionality. So he's technically an outside receiver, but he's got like a slot type freedom with his route tree. He can go inside, outside, up, down, all around. Everything is on the table there. This is going to make life very difficult on Panthers cornerback Rasul Douglas, especially since, and I know Sewell, Sewell does not have the best change of direction. Sticking with this matchup here before we get back to Cousins, great job by Jefferson on this in-breaking route. So he wants to get inside of Sewell, who is about six yards off in squatting. And to do that, he initially stems his release, stems his route outside. This influences Rasul, who himself starts to lean outside. Remember, he's got to respect both outside and inside and deep. This is a this is what we call a secondary release. Think of the, the break point here where Jeff, Jefferson makes his cut as if it happened at the line of scrimmage. That's the secondary release. So what does it look like when you're going to release? Well, in this case, you want to re- win a release through the defender, not around him. To do that, you have to move him. You have to make him leave that space that he wants occupied so that you can release through it. By stemming outside and giving Rasul that pressure step at the break point, which is going to act as that secondary release, Rasul has now vacated the area in which he was squatting, which means that Jefferson can then release cleanly through that spot. So again, A, pre-snap information via Dalvin Cook's alignment and motion tells you it's likely man coverage. B, Justin Jefferson wins his route with technique and intelligence. Now we get to C, and this is all Kirk Cousins. This is man coverage from the Panthers. It also includes a potential hold defender or a rat defender. This is a linebacker, whatever you want to call it. This is the underneath guy that Cousins needs to influence and keep away from that in-breaking route from Jefferson, because if he doesn't, 
this can very easy, very easily be an interception. And it doesn't take much. Cousins doesn't have to even like look him off. He stares down Jefferson on this route, and that's okay. Now, why is that okay? Because when he takes his initial drop, he opens his shoulders to the right. And to the right, he's got a tight end, a wide receiver, and another nasty split, and a running back to the same side. The Panthers are going to treat this like bunch. That linebacker has to take his initial steps to mirror Cook. Once Cook stays into block, that linebacker then can then play the whole defender, that underneath zone. But it's that combination of alignment, assignment, and Cousins' body language that keeps him out of that throwing window to Jefferson. This is scheme, execution, and technique coming together to create a touchdown. It's a tremendous job on all fronts. And hopefully, like, you learned something from from all that. Uh, probably way too long of a breakdown. But those are all things that you can look for on Sundays. So check out that play. Follow along. See if you learned something. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.